Yo, what's going on people? Daniel here from the AK Mindset, bringing you a 2021 anime review. We're looking at all the shows from, well, all the shows that we watched in this year, and we're looking at the good, the bad, and then also we're looking forward to 2022 to just uh, discuss what we're looking forward to. And I got a few guests with me today. First of all, I got Perry, friend of the podcast. You want to introduce yourself, Perry? Hey everybody, my name is Perry. I've been I be commenting on the comment section a lot. It's good to be here. Yes, Perry is one of the people pushing for the Domino Ace return on the podcast. So, yes, man, I, I'm gonna tell you, commenters, right now, it's been over 365 days. We starving. It's been a year. We hungry. They still won't give us the episode. So please subscribe and comment. Let them know. Yes, soon, soon, soon. And also, we got <laughs> we got another friend of the podcast. He was on our Claymore episode. If you have or have not seen that, it's up on the Spotify and YouTube. We got Satsuki the Irie Stan this time. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Got to do it for the Kubera game, but you know it's Satsuki the Savage. You know that's my maiden name. But um, yeah, man, a lot of anime I watched this year, so I feel like. My opinions are more valid, at least like how secure I am in everything and how I feel about this year because I've had a lot to sample. So we're going to get into it. Yes, yes, sir. We got, we got one more person, but they're running late at the moment. So I'll introduce them when they get here. But just to start off as a little icebreaker, I want to ask you guys, what criteria do you consider when you're forming your top five after you've after the year is coming to the close. So I'm going to ask Perry first to give me your take on this question. Uh, so for me, my top five are usually like animes that I, that I like, that are, that leave an emotional impact on me or stuff that I really, really enjoy. So when we get more into like our top five, and uh, you want to do our top five animes now or you want to do a little later after we explain what we're looking for? Yeah, we'll, we'll do a so, bit after, after we explain why we okay, picked yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like I was saying, like I like anime. I like my top of anime are shows that really stuck with me this year, and shows that I feel like no matter when you watch them, these are shows that you will always go back to and re-enjoy. So yeah, that's my. I hear that. What about you, Sasuke? As for me, there's no set criteria. There's no like I'm looking for this in it, and if it doesn't have it, then I'm going. I'm not going to value it. Um, and put it on my top five or whatever. But um, as as Perry said, it has to have like some emotional impact with me. Um, I feel like none of my top fives are there by default. It's there because I feel like it's one of the best things that came out this year. Uh, especially especially when you, once you get to the top three, um, it really resonates with me. Either just to let you know what resonates with me in anime, most of the time is characters. I really like comedy. Um, art in animation sometimes can move me depending on what I'm if it's like a fighting series or whatnot. But yeah, those are the things I really look forward to in an anime. But it doesn't have to have those things. It's not like a prerequisite to being on my top five. Mm, okay, I hear that. Yeah, for me, I think similar to you guys, but for me, it's, it's about being memorable and just how I feel generally throughout the duration of the series. If 
if I like it, then it's probably going to be in contention and then it, it's got to have something else that will put it above the other shows, maybe a unique element, something that I feel did a lot better than other shows, like maybe it's got a good sound, um, OST, maybe it's, it had really good visuals, scene direction, blah, blah, blah. But it's, I think being memorable and having another element that distinguishes it is what I take into account when I'm trying to form a top five. So with those criterias out the way, we'll get into the top five anime that aired in 2021. And uh, instead of going list by list, I want to just go by the number. So we'll start at five, then we'll do four, and then we'll go three, so on and so on. So I'll start. So number five, I had bottom tier character Tomazaki. And the reason why I picked this show for my number five pick is because of the journey we get with the main character because he's a he's a nerdy character he's very reserved and he's he focuses all his blame on why people aren't respecting him or liking him on like um the others around him he's saying oh yeah it's because it's not a game and then he meets this girl who tells him like now you need to fix up and we go throughout this journey of him like learning basically life skills like okay how do i dress or how do i talk to people and seeing him like improve himself to improve his confidence was i really enjoyed that because it made me respect him more because he was taking active steps to improve himself and then also improve how he was experiencing school experiencing life so that was something that i really enjoyed about the show and also the characters around him as well so yeah that was my number five pick. So I want to ask Perry, what did you have for number five? Uh, my number five is World Trigger season three. So the reason why I picked World Trigger for season five, for people who don't know, World the first season of World Trigger aired in twenty fourteen. So um, now it's like seven years later, we finally get season two and three of World Trigger this year. So I think World Trigger is one of the series that I was really really hype hype for. Because it's been so long since I've seen the series and just seeing like our main characters like Koga, Atsumarachi, and like all the other characters come come together and like compete against the other squads to try to be the top B rank squad to go away to, to the away mission was really something I really enjoyed this season. Okay, okay. How about you, Sasuke? What's your number five? My number five <clears throat> starting the winter. I know a lot of people are gonna be like uh it shouldn't be on here because you know that's how some of the winter anime is since it technically aired in 2020 but it's still lingering around for the 2021 my number five is Hormia. all right this anime is on here not only just because i enjoy it but because at the time i watched it it was a breath of fresh air you don't know how many rom-com i watch where you, you, you have the MCs where you know they'll be together. You you already know. Like it's set up. These characters are going to be in a relationship, but it takes the entire series for them to recognize each other as a couple. And so you can do that in a respectable way, in a fun way. But when you do it time and time and time and time again, it just wears you down. But then you have Horamiya and these two recognize they liked each other. 
it wasn't even deep because it doesn't need to be that deep. I, I guess it was a little deep on Miyamura's side, but they just got together and that was it. Like it, they got together, that was it, and it just made the rest of the series comedy based. It, it still focused on their relationship here and there, but we didn't have to spend all this time getting these characters together. So I felt like <clears throat> for the genre of rom com, I'm not saying this is revolutionary or anything like that because I. Uh, since then have read and watched some other things that uh, also have couples that are already established pretty early but again this is on here because I was washed I was I was in the desert thirsty as hell and uh, it is, this was the Gatorade not not even not the green one the blue one the light blue Gatorade okay I hear that yeah Orimia was definitely, I think, in terms of Slice of Life shows, one of the best ones that came out this year because of just, as you were saying, they just get together early and then you just, you know, even when you focus on their relationship, it's just really, like, silly stuff. Like, them two just, like, Hori's weird tendency for Mirror Mirror to be dominant over her. That was funny, but it was very weird. And then, like, um, anytime Hori was with when Minyamura was with Hori's family, the way they love him, and they're just like, oh yeah, they want to adopt him. So- oh. Oh my god, Hori's family is so great. Like, <laughs> Hori Mi is probably also, like, the most I laugh in an anime this year, because when we got to Hori's dad, he he was cracking me up, bro. <laughs> he was cracking me up, man. Yeah, he's funny, Kyosuke. Because <laughs> no one respects him in that house. It's crazy. <laughs> they don't even they don't even make sure he get fed or anything. Don't even know they, make sure, they make sure yeah, they they make sure me or more fed, but they're like, oh Kyosuke, you're still here. Oh, that that's just funny, dog. I really appreciate that by Horror Mia is like they actually get together a lot early on because I feel like because I remember I watched my love story like a while back and I remember I asked Morgan like, hey, yo, man, is it going to be one of them series where like they're going to spend like the entire 12 episode run trying to get together? Will they, won't they? And then last episode kiss. And then he was like, just keep watching. And then like just seeing shows where like in, in my love story, they get together like by episode four and it's just a relationship the entire rest of the way. And I feel like those kind of like slice of life and romantic comedy series need to be more prevalent because we usually don't get to see like okay, what happens next as we get together? And I feel like that's the yeah. most important part of a relationship. It's not, cool, you got there, but, like, how do you de- how do you both develop as, as people? How do your relationship develop? Like, how do your friends interact with your boyfriend or significant other? Like, those are the moments that I really love to see in, like, anime, and I feel like Horimiya does that very well. Yeah, because a lot of anime will give you that, but it'll only be, be in, like, this epilogue type of format where other people are seeing you guys together you get that for like a chapter an episode an ova something like that you don't actually get to see like them be a couple for uh, a long period of time and you know like i like i said like developing it is fine and all but i also want to see the aftermath of it too and a lot of magaka just don't focus on that i don't know if it's a confidence thing or not because it's kind of like once you do it it's like ooh. What do I do now? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Props to Hormia for that. Mm. Okay, okay. Number four. Number four. And this time, I want 
Perry to give us the number four first. All right, my number four is Odd Taxi. Ooh. Man, oh man. I remember when Sasuke was watching Odd Taxi, and I was like, okay, what are you over there watch? I was like, you know, you in class, look at my paper, what are you over there watch over there? <laughs> <laughs> and he said it was Odd Taxi, and I was like, oh, I'm to have to get this a peep. And Odd Taxi, without going too much into details, is like, like it's on my top five for a reason. It's one of the best shows I've seen in a minute. Just the way it's structured, the characters, like I think I had like the the cast of Odd Taxi is so great. Like there's so many great characters that you could probably relate to. Like feel sorry for, hate. Like that's a great show, and I recommend everybody to stop what you're doing. Well, after you, after you like the video and comment, then go watch Odd Taxi because it is great. That's facts. That's facts. Although you said that there's characters that you sympathize with, the monkey you can't sympathize with him. I'll, I'm oh, gonna yeah, say. No, no. I also said character. Also said characters you hate. <laughs> that's that's uh, he, he's not the one that you relate to because if you relate to him, you probably need to go to jail. But uh, <laughs> no, nah, but he's just man. His story is so sad, dog. It's sad, man. I felt bad for the man. Because it, it's, a, it's a story that I'm pretty sure a lot of people could relate to. Mm, I do like a, a lot of people. Uh, he's like know. an example of not what... He's like, I don't want to end up with like this guy in any circumstance. Because yeah. it's, yeah. it's just sad. All, all, all the way around. Especially when you get the re- revelation as well at the end. I'm not going to spoil it. It just makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's like one thing our taxi sells at. It has a lot of these moments that we can call like tragedies, or it's just it's just sad. But it's not all that. It's not all that. Uh, it's it's not really all that deep. Mm. Like with the whole thing about um, I, I forget his name, but um, the Gotcha Game Boy. Like oh, that yeah, yeah. that whole that whole episode oh, was yeah. focused on him, but you understood his pain. Like it went to it <laughs> in a stream level, but you're like, bro, his day, like this bad day to turn into a bad week to, to turn to a bad life. Like you totally <laughs> understood it. Man, that boy was traumatized. Like, oh my god, that was bad. That, yeah, they, that, don't, that is- they don't really try to bombard you with sadness. They they just they appeal to like the relatability of it because you're like, if you played a gotcha game, like bro, nah, don't like stop, stop. Mm-hmm. Those those things are terrible for your your health. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I could I could understand why things went south like this. Oh yeah, yeah, gotcha games are bad. Like I think even in the United States right now, it, it's so bad that I think like somebody tried to sue EA. Like the way they do, like the the Madden Ultimate teams because of the packs and everything else. It's because like how like gotcha systems like prey on people to like keep going, keep going, keep going, yeah. keep going, and it, and incentivize gambling, and it can lead to like gambling addictions later on in life. So like that thing is like that kind of environment is bad. So like you might need to take a break or something from that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's to me, it's like literal like legal gambling, pretty much. Yeah, it's not gambling in the sense that you're being rewarded with money, but you're being rewarded with this incentive that's it's kind of worse than gambling because <laughs> you're not really even getting nothing real from it. Sorry to gotcha yeah. people, but hey. Because yeah. like with gambling, you went big. You like I won, I won millions with gotcha. You like oh I got the rare S plus saber <laughs> figure. 
Yeah, gambling not here. So leave those gacha games alone, please, people. Yeah. Okay, Sasuke, give us your number five, four, even. Uh, my number four is Pink Blood. Ooh, Two year no. eternity, you know what I'm saying? My boy Fushi, my goat. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even going to mention that. Uh, I don't want to get booed. Nah, you my can girl mention Corona. her. <laughs> you can mention her, man. You know, nah, you're that, that's that's for later, man. That's for later. But um, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this show. I didn't have any expectations for it because it was a new anime on the block. Uh, wasn't an anime original, had a manga, but um, yeah, it, it was new to us. Uh, AMG, whose opinion on manga I do respect, even though like he, he do be wildin'. I respect this opinion on anime. He was hyping it up too. So I was like, okay, this is probably going to be good. Watch the first episode and I love the first episode. Um, and from that point on, I won't say like it just keeps elevating and elevating because I do think it has some spots here and there that didn't exactly hit or resonate with me too, too much. But I think it was pretty solid. I think it was consistent. I know a lot of people have criticisms when it comes to like, what do I want to call it? Like, people die a lot, so it kind of feels like the the anime is just trying to drag you down with sad moments. But I, I at least think for the first season, I don't know how it's going to continue. That it was pretty fine. Um, like the animation of it, like the art. Like the story that it was trying to tell with Fushi learning human emotions and having these different connections to people, it was it was solid all around. So that's my number four. I can respect it. I wasn't I I wasn't that big a fan of it because of the reasons you stated. But I think in the beginning, well, at least half first half, I did like it. But yeah, I got a bit tired of the gimmick. I'll say. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I just, I think because like Fushi's development was probably one of the things that kept me engaged in the show. So no matter like what happened around him, just seeing how it affected him and how his emotional state changes and like him learning to like become human from like just being like this little ball of, no- of nothingness just to being a, hu- a human and learning as a human really the biggest points for me why I kept watching the show. And Hayase go. Okay, now you want to say it. You know how to get it in. I don't know, man. I don't know. She's not my girl, but hey. She's kind of bad, though. She's kind of bad. She's not bad. She got beaten by a bad, bro. Hey. It's battle scars, man. Hold on. Yeah, I want to hear that Galatea with no eyes simp. (laughs) Hey, that was a a me, you know. (laughs) Hey. You still, you got to represent, you got to represent for your podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the views of Rizal are of Rizal alone. <laughs> <laughs> just playing, just playing. Yeah, yeah, I gotta say yeah, with the eyes, no eyes, it can run, but anyway. My number four is the Aquatope on White Sand. And I like this show because it tackled a niche area. We were looking at aquariums, how to run an aquarium and um just working working women and you follow these two characters throughout their journey and you see them mature as they're tackling these problems with the aquarium how to run a business what happens when 
the business isn't working, moving on to new places, tackling a job that you don't like, but you need to help yourself advance. And all these problems throughout the series made me enjoy it, especially because it's an original show. So for them to do 24 episodes and it to be good throughout the 24 episodes, I was like, okay, yeah, this this is top five potential because there was a lot of original shows that I watched this year, which missed the mark in half the amount of episodes that they had. So out of respect, and just because of the quality, the visuals, um, the OST, I was like, yeah, this is top five for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hey, man, we got to talk about how Ant- we got to talk oh. about anime just like get like anime makes any kind of like odd job or like mundane task like this is adventure because like how you describe this show it's working at an aquarium i can say yeah anime can do that anime can make a story about a garbage man and you'll be invested learn about That's... the trash routes everything else anime will do that yeah uh what what did i miss yes we got everything. Our, we got our final guest mr how how should I introduce you? Can I just call you Josh? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, just wants to kill everyone at Walmart. That'd be the best. <laughs> yes. Oh my Josh. god. He was a bit late, but yes, we got our final member for this little discussion. We've just done our um four and five for our top five. So if you wanna run those, we can you can get back up to speed. Ah, uh, okay. Um. Uh... What was the four and fives that you guys talked about already? Um, it's World Trigger, Horimiya, um, bottom tier character Tomazaki, Aquatope on the White Sand. Um, was to your eternity to your eternity and or and taxi. an odd taxi. Odd taxi. Uh, okay, well I'll just get this quick. Uh, odd taxi is a good show, but. I've said this before in uh, Sasuke's server, if your main characters are animals, I'm already going to be checked out a little bit. So, let me see. Uh, I guess I would put Odd Taxi at my my four. Uh, they probably already talked about it. Uh, pretty good characters, interesting mystery plot, but I'm kind of concerned with this new movie coming out, how they're going to actually, uh, I guess, continue the story because it's kind of, all wrapped up at the end besides one central mystery so yeah uh but it's it's probably gonna win anime of the year i guess if people don't vote for uh pedo tensei like i think they will but hey hold on now there's somebody yeah no but, but yeah but yeah for real autopsy really good show uh Lots of interesting intrigue and plots with over like I think there's like what ten plus characters that you gotta keep track of, but they actually do it pretty well, so it's not confusing. I think part of my enjoyment was tampered because I like binged it into um, I guess did the theory crafting weekly like uh, other people, so that probably uh, took away some of the uh, intrigue to me. And uh, yeah, Odd Taxi at four, and then number five would probably be. Uh, Heiki Monogatari or Heiki Story. It's an uh, adaptation of like Japan's oldest like written literature. It's about like the downfall of the Heiki clan. It was made by Science Saru, which you know they did Isaacin, which was a lot of people's favorite uh, anime of like 2019 to 2020. So it's 
studio does good work, uh, and pretty much the only detriment I could give it is that they pretty much expect you to know the story because it's classic Japanese literature, so they really don't hold your hand. They kind of just speed through everything. It's not like, this is who this character's name is four or five times, like most anime do, because they expect people to uh, know it because... I'm guessing they teach it in grade school, like we would learn, I don't know, like of mice and men or some shit here in, in the US. Mm. But yeah, good characters. Um, the main character, Biwa, she's, uh, she, she's not in the original story, so she's kind of like the POV character for the audience, and then she's just like a passerby in the, in the story. Uh, I would say like the best part of the show would be like this, battle that they have on the sea which actually takes place in the story so this is a uh, real deal facts this is not fiction so the the ship battle scene was actually pretty cool and i don't want to give any spoilers but it's kind of you know um really really depressing because like a lot of the known characters die and this is kind of like their last stand so i would say it's one of the more interesting battles i've seen this year for sure and it's only 12 episodes long, so I'll give it a thumbs up if you have any interest in Japanese history. But yeah, Heiki Monogatari, pretty good. But this is a pretty good year overall for anime. I'm actually pretty shocked. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I meant to check that show out, but I never got the time. Yeah, yeah I, I'd say it's pretty good. But like I said, uh, if you... you to get maximum enjoyment, you would have to open up Wikipedia and kind of fill in the gaps yourself. That's the only detriment. That's why it's like at my my number five. But overall, good show. I hear it. I hear it. Okay. So we're moving on to number three now. I will... Actually, Satsuki, you give us a number three first. You know what I'm saying? We already talked about it, but it's Odd Taxi. Um... <clears throat> Uh yeah, Perry, Perry covered uh most of the stuff I like about uh Tatsy, the characters. Josh talked about the mystery. Um, I guess like the only thing I'll add is just I feel like the conclusion was something I wasn't exactly expecting because I think once I got to like episode ten or maybe eleven, I didn't know how they were gonna wrap everything up. It got in that kind of danger zone where I was like we we gotta cover what happens with this character, this character, this character. Like, how are they gonna do it with this many episodes left? And it was one of the most satisfying conclusions I could get in the anime because as one thing uh, I kind of lament, especially with like Shonen uh, Shonen Jump manga, doesn't really end well. But Odd Taxi's ending just hit on all cylinders. Like, pretty much every character that they cover, their story was concluded. And even if the they didn't have like two or three minutes of focus, it's just like okay, you could you could live with it, and um, you're satisfied with it. So I think Odd Taxi hit on like all cylinders: comedy, characters, mystery. Uh, the I, ending. What's can good? I say one, Can I say one thing about the ED of Odd Taxi? I hate it so much. It's a fake Renai circulation, and I've heard that song a hundred million times. So when Odd Taxi did their fake version of it, I was like instantly skip every single time. <laughs> I think we're going to talk about opening endings later. Oh. I, I I'll just say here and now I don't listen to endings. Once <laughs> once I like 
watch the anime I, all i'll do is skip around to see if they add like extra content at the end because like every anime is doing that now uh and then i'm out <laughs> i don't listen to endings i'm out well no, uh, i really just want to get that man. in there because the ending sucks i hate it yeah listen yeah listen to the ending man the, when the ending pops on I know the episode over and i'm upset that's how i know i'm upset no, like there, there's been like a few endings i'll listen to i listened to shinsekai yoris that ending is great uh i forgot the one of hunter hunter i always listen to because it always like mellowed me out it, it probably was for it's the one that goes like nah, 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 nah. that one i thought, I thought you were talking about the, the gassed one that everyone likes i don't know okay okay yeah nah, with endings if if you get me to listen to the ending, then then I rate you because I don't listen to endings or openings. So if if you get me, if I hear the opening chime and it's it it, it, it piques my interest, and then I I listen to the whole song and I like it, then yeah, you get my ratings because I don't normally I don't waste time. I just skip ahead one thirty seconds. Yeah. See, for for me, when I go listen to JoJo, like I always listen to the endings because I know the ending is gonna yeah, be JoJo such here. a great song. Cause when I appreciate we all read part five, part five and then when that came on, I was like, "What the hell they talking? Is is that? Nah, it can't be. It can't be." He put on a Jodeci. He put on a Jodeci. That was crazy. That nigga the coke. He put on see and I was. He my friend was like, he redid this. He did that shit. That's, that's why I'm crazy. curious on what the second part six ending is gonna be because like oh uh, yeah the first one the first one's kind of like uninspired like no one really knows what that song is so I'm curious to see what they do for the second one yeah I, I, I will get that JoJo endings be hitting that's fine I, I listen to the Walt that Walt Walt like an Egyptian mm-hmm. uh what was the yeah. one um I be around yeah. about yeah. Mm. Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for you, Sasuke, I, I got old taxi at number three as well. So I mean you guys you basically hey. covered it. So yeah. yeah. It's it's a good show. Hey, Lovely fun. mystery. I don't really watch mysteries, so it was very entertaining for me. I was trying to yeah figure also, stuff out. Surprisingly, surprisingly dark ending. Yeah, that it actually unsettles oh, me. Yeah, yeah. It really unsettles <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not okay oh, with the yeah, end yeah. at all. Not that it's bad, yeah, it's just, yeah. it, it makes well, me uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with this new movie that's coming out, but it's mostly like a a, a recap, so we'll see. Yeah. And it's like a recap with like more scenes, though? Yeah. So, so added to it. Well, they yeah. said it's going to be like the last half, I believe, like the part that takes place on Christmas, but with extra scenes added. So I, it's okay. probably going to be half recap and then half new stuff. I, I could see some things they could focus on that weren't necessarily focused on the end. Like they could f- focus like more on like the aftermath, what happened to Monkey Boy and all his mm-hmm. all his depths so, and whatnot. It's so hard to talk about the show without spoiling it completely. <laughs> That's the, the only yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be really interesting to see what they do as a continuation. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't flop. But okay, so who else needs to give that number three? Pe- Perry. Yeah, yeah, me. me. Oh, so my number three is gonna be Two Year Eternity, and hmm. like we like Sasuke talked about before, it, it's just a great show, man. It's a great show. It's a great show. Just seeing like the way the characters interact with each other, Fushi's development, like like I talked earlier, just a great show. 
Shout to Google. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. he's the good man. Yeah, the yeah. only trepidation I have is because everyone says the manga falls off after this part. So, oh. yeah, if AMG says it, I believe him. Like, I like that's that's the thing. Like I, I said it before, I respect AMG's opinions on a lot of things because, like, if he's it, saying it's bad, yeah, if he if he's saying it fell off, AMG's a person who like ride shit out until the wheels fall off. If he's saying it <laughs> fell off, it fell off. Which yeah. is kind of funny because his other series, B Stars, like season two came out and got no traction at all. Oh, uh, B Stars, yeah. I mean, I, I was reading B Stars. <sighs> oh, same, yeah. same. I, I, I read it all the way, all, all the way through. Great, Open fire, great, though. great. Oh, yeah. But I did. Great show, all the way to the end, to the end. Just <clears throat> that last man. arc is just, yeah. I'm not even. We're not here to talk about manga, but yeah. What yeah. about you, Josh? <laughs> What's your number oh, three? Uh, Number three, well, I guess we could talk, well, this is probably like your one or two, but uh, number three, I got Kageki Shoujo, uh, hey. which is a criminally underrated show because I'm looking at the mouth statistics right now and only 15,000 ratings, which is kind of nuts. The show's actually pretty good. I don't know why, because it has all the things people like. It's all-female cast. It's about something that's not really popular in anime, at least, which is like about stage acting like it has a pretty powerful backstory that kind of touches on like sexual assault which i mean they handled it really really well so i'm surprised mm-hmm. it didn't blow up at all like i don't understand what happened like yeah they failed that show, a, a, like great great cast like our two main characters sarasa and i are pretty pretty awesome like i mean uh, like all the actually all the backstories are actually pretty good like the uh, I'm trying to think like the one about the twins mm-hmm. which one of one of them didn't get in and the other didn't get in and he didn't go to she didn't want to get accepted to the school because she didn't want to leave her other half behind there's stuff about like um, what you call it um, weight problems with teenage girls which I know is also like a pretty heavy topic like yeah, I just don't know why. And the ending also pretty great. I know we're not talking about endings, but there's different ones. It's about like it's like an opera singing ending. It's actually like pretty good. It's not your run of the mill, you know, J-pop sad ending song or mellow ending music. It's actually like you know pretty uplifting. But yeah, the only detriment I will say with uh, this one is there's kind of like a cringe otaku plot in the beginning that kind of detracts away from it which i kind of got a dock points of it and it's also a long-running manga so it just kind of peters out at the end so that's also a, a thing that i'll just take points off for but overall yeah pretty solid show yeah I, like i said i don't understand why it's not popular because i i guess i'll give my general thoughts here because i wasn't here when you guys gave your general thoughts earlier but in my notes i put like, like the top shows for me like have under 50k mal users i don't understand what happened but i guess i can kind of get an idea like the pipe clear shows like i don't like i barely remember attack on titan season four part one was in like january of this year kind of split my mind but and then we had uh demon slayer which i guess and then you know pedo tensei and call me but yeah criminally underrated show everyone should watch it uh kageki children are really good if uh, yeah. you're trying to fill that act age hole in your heart, uh, this might yes. kind of help patch that. Yeah. 
it's so crazy that is like you said it, does, it didn't get a lot of traction because like in the season it came out and the only thing like i was like the two like well probably three biggest shows are uh kobayashi dragon maid um slime and love live and I, even with that i felt like it had a good shot to being like you know have like a lot more members though like a 7.8 and that's yeah. pretty high for a you know a my anime with score like i see i see more people talk about sunny boy than that oh boy we're gonna get to sunny boy later I mean, least, least favorites coming up. We'll oh, see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spicy, spicy. But, you know, to follow on from you, Joss, because there's my number two. Yeah, Kageki Shoujo, very, one of the most enjoyable shows I watched this year, even though it seems like it was underwatched. I think it handled all the themes that it introduced really well. Because when I was seeing, like, sexual so i was like oh whoa we're going a bit left here but then like it was really like the writing behind it was really solid yeah yeah it it made sense and like you really feel attached to the characters quickly because like the situation is so uncomfortable and you can really i'd say realistic too you can it's not over exaggerated it's kind of to it's the not tone. funny, ha-ha, sexual assault, like in pedo Yeah, yeah, so. definitely not on that same tone. And then with the, another, I think my favourite plot line was with the bulimia, with that girl, because yeah. I feel that was building up, because I think there was this one scene where the teacher was just like to the girl, oh, yeah, you're fat, man, you need to lose yeah. weight. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then that leads to her trying to eat and then throw up, eat, and then like, it, she's, the teacher's like, oh, oh maybe I went too far. And that, eventually leads into her overcoming that problem later on. But I liked how they, from that one comment, they kind of started a whole plot line and then they wrapped it up in its own, like, self-contained arc. Yeah, and then Sarasa's backstory about, like, who mm-hmm. her, her real dad is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting stuff. Like I said, it, it makes no sense why it's not way more popular. I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's strange. Although I don't think I would have... I, I wouldn't have actually seen it if you didn't post it in the discord so it wasn't i don't oh, think yeah. it was promoted that well if i'm being honest yeah so like a funimation show i guess it just kind of got shuffled to the side it's a shame uh, watch it watch it if you haven't seen that yeah go watch it okay okay perry we're coming back to you number two all right my number two is give me one second megalo box season two Ooh. yeah so the reason why I picked Megalobox season two, like uh, the first season of Megalobox, I thought was pretty good, but I think season two is where like it really got into the meat and potatoes of like what I liked about the show, because with season two you kind of get like it's a seven year time scale from season one. So after Joe wins his title, you see him in a downward spiral. You see him dealing with substance abuse and a- alcohol, and like just trying to like you're thinking like, wait, you last season you won the title, but seven years later you're like back in the underground fighting for money like you're taking pain painkillers and it just that whole story arc he goes on to and like his actions led to him going into the depression state because his um his his coach got real real sick and like in the flashback you learn his coach got real real sick and you learned that like this up-and-comer up-and-cutting boxer that his old rival yuri is training wants to fight joe you know because joe was like the former champion and he beat his trainer so he's like hey i want to fight joe and then Joe's Joe's trainer is like, Joe, you ain't gotta fight. You ain't gotta fight him, man. You gotta prove yourself. You got you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm kind of sick. And then like, you know, just, you ain't gotta fight him. But Joe 
wanted to like be the last thing his coaches see before he passed away was was him fighting and winning, you know, trying to give his spirits back up. But during the match, while he's fighting, Joe loses, and at the same time he loses the match, his um old trainer, who's like a father figure to him, dies as well. And then you just see how like Joe separates himself from like his his whole his whole team, and then one of the one of his one of the members in the team is like Joe. I want you to leave, man. You you wasn't here when we was there on his deathbed. He was waiting for you, and you wasn't here. You wanted to fight in a match, and you just see like that depression. And I feel like one of the main things I love about like animes is like characters like overcoming like depression and like real real problems. And that's why Megalobox is like my second anime, second favorite anime of the year. Mm, that was powerful, man. Up to these nigga. I want to watch the show now. I haven't seen season one, but. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's well. yeah. See, season one is uh, season one got some problems in it. Just just how the world is set up. But season two is like, because I I'll say right now the problem with season one in my opinion is like Joe name in the show is called Gearless Joe, but the show is all about like the like the mechanical boxing of it. So like by episode four, he drops in and just go by Gearless Joe and is fighting like people with like mechanical arms and shit. And you like wait, logically this don't make no sense. Because if these niggas are punching five times harder than what they were without the gear, you should be taking none of these punches. You know what I mean? It's like a remake of a Shita no Joe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm reading the manga for that right now, so what you're saying kind of makes sense, because uh, Joe in the manga also, he's kind of uh, kind of hot-headed and kind of fights with a handicap sometimes. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it kind of makes sense. But, yeah. Another one of those shows I didn't hear anything about, maybe because it was a sequel and people just forgot about it. Yeah, I think because how the season, like, season one, like, it's kind of weird because season one was kind of hyped up a lot, but then season two got, I think, when season two, like, season one ended, people kind of, like, forgot all about it, and season two, yeah, but people, it kind of, like, went on the way there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, Sasuke, give us your number two show. My number two is Shingeki no Kyojin. Attack on Titan, man. You know this. This. this, I I believe this is the first. The first we first look we got of Mappa with Attack on Titan because it was. Um. With I think it was was it was it yeah Yeah, Yeah, with with Studio A One A One Pictures was it both of them? No, I think it was just just with. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was the first look we got of Mappa, and I don't think they disappointed. I know a lot of people were mad with some scenes here and there, but I think for the most part, like the CGI and everything was, it was solid. Like, I don't think it was as great as like the the greatest that Wit delivered you, but it, it was more than serviceable in my opinion. Like, it, it was still Attack on Titan, just not Attack on Titan at its absolute peak, you know. Yeah. Um, and for the season that we covered, like the whole war on Marley, like revisiting that again just made me appreciate that arc a lot more because I was already hype off it on the manga. I, I still remember to this day like, when I was covering Attack on Titan on my YouTube channel. I covered, I think it was chapter either 100 or 101, I forgot which one it was, but it was a chapter where we saw all the boys come back. And I remember I was at my homeboy's house um, when it came out, and I read the chapter. And after I read the chapter, literally, as soon as I read it, I packed up all my shit, and I ran home so I could uh, make a review of it, because I was that hype. And 
uh, I got the same excitement watching the anime. Like, I don't, I don't think there was any drop off from the manga to the anime. If anything, it just enhanced my feelings on everything. Um, we got back to Paradise Island, and we saw a lot of the shit that was going on with Aaron. It was just a phenomenal season, in my opinion. And I feel like it's not really being mentioned as a contender for anime of the year, partially because people freak. It's it's weird. It came out in people January. F- yeah, I think it actually came out late, late, late yeah, December. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people aren't considering it to be anime of the year. But I consider anything if it if it's in winter twenty whatever in the same year, I consider it um, you know, viable to be anime of the year. But I think a lot of people aren't discussing it because it's not only, you know, it came out twenty twenty technically, but also just because this has been a long ass year. And it's easy to forget a lot of the things that came out in the winter season. And unfortunately I think Attack on Titan is um in that category, but that's a change the fact that it was great. I, I wonder, I like, that, uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I wonder is like, like you know, because I think the manga ended like a little few. Was it the manga ended this year, right? It yeah, ended it like April. July. Yeah, or yeah, yeah April, I, May, somewhere around there. I wonder is that part of it too? Because I feel like a lot of the steam Attack on Titan had kind of like deflated, like the last chapters that came out, and a lot of the fans don't kind of like split up so i think maybe that might play a part in like people not talking about it as much it could even, with season, even with like the new season coming up now yeah i don't see like people typing it up like attack on Titan season two let's go i'm not seeing that at all uh, yeah. on youtube it's still getting the trailers are still getting like millions and millions of views so mm-hmm. i mean people are still excited for it but yeah like you said there was the whole uh quote-unquote controversy about the ending of the manga which people like to put a lot of weight on the ending whether you liked it or not and the, mm-hmm. well i'm not going to talk about the ending here but since we're talking about season four part one like that first episode you're just like who who are these people that they're yeah. focusing on and then oh yeah gabby Braun shows up a better shooter than half you niggas who are going <laughs> to watch this like come on steph curry with the shot taking out fan favorite characters like it's nothing man like just <laughs> Oh my people, God. man look every, every shot was a wake of tears every time she <laughs> shot you got the fan of crying like Abby was freaking niggas hearts i see why everybody hate her and then that opening, i didn't, I didn't see why they hate her no 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 i don't see it but i'm i'm capping <laughs> Yeah, I think people are kind of put off by like the Titans, which were CG for like the first time because they were like hand drawn in like the first like three seasons, and oh. I think people kind of jumped ship from there and kind of I guess switched to the manga, which is why it wasn't hyped up as much. But if you look at like the stuff that was covered in season four, part one, you have the the declaration of war, you have Gabby, then you have like what happens with Aaron at the end. But yeah, like season four, it's like the hypest parts of the manga but yeah like Sasuke said before because it was airing in December to January I guess people just forgot about it I, I, I kind of feel the same way with Fruits Basket like I forgot that came out this year because like it happened so early and well I read the manga I didn't watch the last season but yeah like even like Attack on Titan they, they were kind of weird out about the opening about like the 
you know, it, they said it sounded off, but you know, it's kind of a bop by the end. That kind of uh, kind of grew on me. But yeah, Attack on Titan season four, still good. I'd give it like a eight or nine out of ten, based on content alone, regardless of what like the animation quality is at this point. Which it's not that big of a drop off. Like it's not like JC staff was animating it, so they should be great. Well, relax now. JC staff got some bangers, man. Um, and they got some misses too. They go. Well, we all miss sometimes, man. We all miss. But yeah, season four, Attack on Titan, good. It was. I'm curious to see what they do with the end of part two. That'll be the interesting part. I am because I've been waiting for this for this anime to end for so many times, and every time the season comes out, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you haven't seen anything." Season two came out, mm. like, "Oh yeah, it's not the good part here." Okay, I wait for season three. It's not the good part here. I wait for season I four, part want, one. I, it's not I the good part here. A, a certain panel animated, and uh, that's all I'm waiting for. You know, you know, Josh. I, I feel, I, I feel like when the anime comes out, the opinions on the ending are going to change drastically. Yeah, probably. We're gonna. That's go, just my. Gonna, that's my. We're gut. gonna get a lot of revisionist history in five years on Attack on Titan, like Bleach has. It was actually good, face ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fake fans. You, you guys just didn't understand the complex uh, morality. Um, it, or what's, the nigga, what's the nigga name? Like, like, Aaron was actually, it's pretty realistic now that you think about it. Uh, yeah. I always like the ending. <laughs> nah, I already got my list yeah. out for the YouTubers, man. I bet I hear nobody switch. Nobody. TV reviews, he's coming for you, bro. Watch out. <laughs> Okay. Big bold letters. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's not afraid to admit it when he think when he's uh, when he realizes. But yeah, Josh, give us your number two. All right, my number two is a show I actually finished like two days ago, and this is Godzilla Singular Point, and this is a Orange and Bones collaboration, which another show that. Criminally underwatched because it's under 15K. I think it's only like 13 last time I checked. And Orange and Bones are like two of the most like hype studios. You know, Orange did Land of the Lustrous Beast Stars. Bones, they do My Hero, right? I think. Yeah, I don't know. They, do my, they do My Hero. Yeah, so uh, I guess the only reason that people didn't watch it is because, you know, it's a Netflix drop. It wasn't airing like episode by episode, but. <clears throat> all right so you niggas like to hype up this show called vivi by your favorite studio called wit no one's Fuck hyping vivi i'm gonna tell you about real robots real ais shout out to jet jaguar man another amazing fight scene is when this like humanoid robot called jet jaguar he's fighting like all these spiders with like a spear and first of all the kaiju in the show immaculate character design even though they're CG with the shading and orange, they're like, they're ahead of the game with CG-wise. Like, you can't even tell the CG half the time. And the fight scenes just look amazing. And when people talk about real science fiction, real calculations, real tacticians, you niggas like to hype up Lelouch. No, fuck that. You niggas like to hype up Senku. Fuck that. This is real science fiction, real calculations, real math, Real kaijus, real monsters, but yeah, Godzilla Singer Point. I I just can't say enough good things about it. Like, like the plot is something you've never really seen before. Like, it's talking about like all this like 
real deal science fiction shit. They're talking about like, you know, I don't know. Like it's it's kind of hard to I guess regurgitate what they say because they throw a lot of information at you like really fast. This is like one of the few shows that I would recommend people watch it dubbed because trying to keep track of all like the mumbo jumbo calculations and shit, it's gonna like you know lose your mind because it's one of those shows where you gotta pay a hundred percent like attention to it or you're gonna miss something. But yeah, the the monster fights, the the actual science that you know walks you through what the characters are thinking about, it's just it's just amazing. Like. It even got nominated for one of the top sci-fi works in Japan, regardless of medium. So it's going up against, like, you know, actual books, movies, TV shows, dramas, you name it. And it got nominated in the top five for best science fiction works of 2021 in Japan. But I guess that enough people weren't interested because Godzilla's not really in the show until, like, the last four or five episodes. And it's not... Marines shooting monsters that just come out of portals. It's scientists talking about, you know, what's happening. Like, how can we stop this? What is this, like, you know, theoretical physics and shit like that? But it also has really good action scenes. So, yeah, I think it's another criminally underrated show that is probably one of my favorite shows that came out the past five years. But no one watched it because, you know, the things I like aren't very popular. <laughs> Whatever. No I saw that. I saw the show. Well, I saw the name, but I never checked it out. It's it's not really my kind of show, so I don't think I would have yeah, watched it. So it's not for a lot of people. Like I said, like you got to pay a hundred percent attention. It's a lot of science talk and like not, you know, just straight up action. Like there is action, but it comes after they figure out like how to solve it with like real scientific terms but yeah i don't know it's like like i said two popular studios did it bones and orange and it's on netflix which everyone has but no one watched it for whatever reason it is what it is you like to hype up fake shit like vivi but we'll talk about that later <laughs> oh, oh, oh man mm, just is just is ready for that least favorite section but yeah of right. course <laughs> coming for these niggas the I'm tired of it the creme de la creme, the top one show for this year. And I'll go first. And it's probably not going to be the show what people might expect me to share because I know, I know someone else will say it, so I'll let them get, get it off. But what I have number one is Shadow's House. And Ooh. the reason why I have this one at number one is because this is i'd say out of all the shows that i watched this year this one probably surprised me the most because i didn't have any expectations going into it and the whole premise of the show the setting of the show the mystery behind like what's going on in the shadows house was really uh gripping throughout the duration and even though i heard that the anime kind of did its own thing at the end i feel like it wrapped up really well and we're getting season two anyway which shows that it was successful but like if i was to describe it i would say it's promised neverland but done a lot better with the just the mystery the intrigue the fact that there's a secret undertone behind their current situation and like just everything around shadow's house was really entertaining for me and i had probably one of the 
a, a great opening and ending so whole package for me yeah okay yes sir else? i might check it out man yeah definitely check it out or read if you read the manga they have colored scans so like every chapter up to like chapter 100 and um i think they're on 118 or 19 is in color so that's another bonus but mm. uh hmm. perry do you want to give us your number one all right i got you uh, number one it should be obvious based on the oxen rat podcast but number one was fruit basket season yes, three man what can i say fruit basket as a whole was an amazing show probably one of my top seven anime of all time that's how good it is and season three was just the culmination of season one season two the character development, the character relationships, just the mystery getting solved, like everything coming together was Bruce Basket, and I think that is probably one of the best anime I've seen in a damn good minute. It's just that good. Shout out Yuki, shout out Toru, uh, shout out Haru. I think that's it, man. I think it's all the main characters. <laughs> You're rude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna let him get it off though. Yeah, I ain't you, mad at it. Yeah, you got it, bro. You got it. All right, Satsuki, yeah. number one. Hold on, man. I gotta, I gotta take the fifth shot for this. One. Hold on. Oh, I don't told me we were drinking shit. Oh, we not drinking, Josh. We not drinking. Uh, <laughs> you, you fault. good, man? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> my number one. It's the same as Paris Fruits Basket season, Fruits Basket of Final. You know what I'm saying? Um, when it came to like after I finished season two, I was already looking at Fruits Basket like, yeah, this is this is going to creep in my top five, depending on how it ends. All I had to do was stick the landing, and it was in my top five as far as I, I was concerned. Like I was ready to anoint it. In the you know the realms of like my favorite favorite anime that I watched, and I watched a, a a good share of anime, and for the most part, my top five has not changed in a, in a long while. So, Fruits Basket was going to be the one thing to change my mind in the last season, bro. How like the redemption for Akito win? I know a lot of people weren't like too satisfied with how other people reacted to Akito, but I still like the plot surrounding like how that all happened and how Toru was the catalyst um you know meddling in that whole affair uh what happened with Kyo and Toru and that whole resolution with uh Kyoko um the the very the, the one of the best scenes in the in the sea or in the entirety of the show is when Yuki thanks Toru and I think like that's just symbolic of like all the other somas also thinking Toru like Yuki is the representative in that scene as a soma to uh, say thank you to Toru because Toru has touched the lives of so many people. Toru can have grown as men crying, <laughs> grown as men crying to their knees like, bro, I was wrong. <laughs> Toru, you made me see the light, though. And although Toru wasn't like the focal point in that season, like you still feel the impact of like what she's done 
I feel like it's just you seeing the fruits of her labor that happened mostly in season one, because I think that's when she was like the most active. <laughs> and then from that point on, everything just snowballed and it just it it came into that last season and I was thoroughly satisfied. There was a, there were some things I wanted, uh mainly the stuff with Rain, but I mean, I don't really have too many complaints, if any at all. So we we know you like your female villains. Yeah. I mean, for sure. But like, but even then, like, I, Rain ain't one of my favorite characters. Like, I I hype her up, but she, she ain't one of your favorites. She, she one of mine. I tell you what, hey, hey, hey Akito is my favorite character, and then Kyoko. So that's how that's how I'm rolling. Yeah, after she hit that Oklahoma drill on her mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit was crazy. That shit was nah, crazy. No, nah, the anime remix like, that one for sure, bro. Yeah, they put a little sauce on that one because they ain't no way. I thought it was watching a battle shown for a few seconds. <laughs> sauce, nigga. They put the whole. That's a whole different entree, nigga. I did not order that. Yeah. What the fifteen feet off the ground, slammed there, choking out. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was, I was yeah. truly shocked. I, I put I did a power scaling video for Fruits Basket and I put Akito near the top, but I didn't know like I didn't know she was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Fruits Basket was one show where every backstory is fire. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, man. You think you'll like yourself? Look, look, look at that guy. Yeah, like 30 pages, you you almost on the edge of tears, man. It's crazy. Mm, that's what I said. Everybody got yeah, you're right, Josh. Everybody got fire back stories, man. Every back to back to back. It don't matter who it is. I, I respect it because even though it was like real, all of the backstories were dramatic, like mm. it didn't feel like <clears throat> it didn't feel like um she was like trying to one up the backstories, like, oh, you thought this shit was sad. Well watch watch this. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like it was <laughs> It was, it was balanced in a way because like we we had different bad stories and you can say like who you think is worse but it didn't like progressively get worse after you learn uh different bad stories it was just like you know this is the hand that these characters were dealt and it kind of just went into the theme of bad parenting in that show because boy oh boy i can count on my hand how many good parents we got in the series all, all i gotta say is for the one time shout out to uh momiji that's my guy. That's, Lady that's my son. That's my son. Yeah, good dude. Mm. Still Almost stole Toru, Toru at the end. He tried it, but yeah. He did. The cock quit. Man. Fuck him. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> yeah, it's tough for kill stands <laughs> out here, but don't worry. Oh, yeah. I let the UT the guys get, this, get that shit. First basket, another, uh, getting another continuation of sorts. From the the stuff they cut out the manga, which it'll be interesting to see what the reception on that is. Oh, with the movie uh, being there, yeah, it's not gonna be good. Uh, delicious. Uh, I, I read that part in the manga. I'm just like, you know, uh, this is good, but uh, it's 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 problematic as the the people uh, say uh, these days. Yeah, man, different times, different times. Twenty years ago, it was cool. But now, different times. They're still putting out manga like this. What are you talking about? <laughs> but not as great. That's no difference. Yeah, can't mm-hmm. wait for that boy's abyss adaptation. We hear. Oh no, we are. Hey, shout out to Yuri. <laughs> but nah, boys abyss got to end. End that shit, dog. <laughs> My teacher needs to be in prison, bro. I'm the mom. <laughs> Throw the mula away, man. <sighs> okay. But 
Yeah, Fruits Baskets, definitely another one of my favorite shows. I didn't put it on oh, the list, uh, but... Uh, we we would be remiss to not talk about the uh, the losers on my anime list uh, with Fruits Basket. Oh, you t- oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb, ungrateful. Oh my god, oh, I hate I hate them all. I hate them all. Fruit, for anybody who don't know, Fruits Basket was the number one anime oh, on my anime yeah. list for two probably two days before the 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 FMA fanboys got not on their knees and man. It, it's crazy. It, that, that that situation is so funny to me because uh, I was talking about like how Fruits Basket went into my top five. It's so funny to me that the Fruits Basket or not the fruit, uh, the Full Metal Alchemist stand, Brotherhood stands did that because Fruits Basket replaced Full Metal Alchemist in my top five. <laughs> so it's like those very stands came together. It's like nah, <laughs> did we not let this slide, boy? It's crazy. They did it twice because I think when the Gintama final movie came out, it was number one for a little bit. Fruit Basket said, mm-hmm. uh, FMA niggas, like, what you doing up there? Bring your ass <laughs> down here. Oh, they are crazy. Fruit Basket is still top five, though. Yeah. It's insane how they're just so insecure about like a, a manga without or an anime without fighting, without like, you know, uh, the stakes, as uh, people like to say. Just overtook the number one spot and they couldn't have it which i don't get it because that's a came out like 11 years ago i don't know why you're holding on to something that hard man that let it go I, I get it it was your first anime that, that that you could say were like oh yeah good taste we get it get over it man watch something else please Phil gasto shout out to olivia oh, armstrong i don't know if she, i haven't I, I said told josh earlier i have yet seen a, a panel of Fullmetal alchemist period <laughs> Like not a single panel I've ever seen of FMA. And you know we, you, watch, you know damn, you, to, you know damn well we don't read a manga. Yeah, <laughs> I think you need both. You need to watch both shows to get the full experience because if you watch Brotherhood, it speeds through like the first ten episodes. But yeah, they're they're losers. I hope they die. I hope the their lineage, oh my god their lineage, their, their lineage ends this year and they they died of COVID. So anyway. Oh my yeah, god. I don't, I don't co-sign that, but you know what? Yeah, Josh, just give me your number one. <laughs> <Don't laughs> you already know what my number one is. Yes, it's even name. in the name. They you, can see on the screen. You, you already know Studio Trigger. People people forgot who raised them. Let me talk about SSS Dynazim. Because Chaco this year, or actually a few weeks ago, he uh he watched SSS Grid News. Gave it a 9 out of 10, I think. And he was on the, uh, you know, Mecca kind of wasn't his thing, but he came around because two things are going to get, yeah, you're going to get like two things from a studio trigger show. You're going to get bad bitches and amazing fights. And And let me tell you, space, space. well, they didn't go to space and Dottie's not yet, but we'll see. Um, So, Dottie's in on it's one of those throwback shows. Let's let's go back a, a decade or so. When you were 10 years old, you get your bowl of cereal. You actually like to wake up early in the morning because, you know, you're watching Sonic X at 9 a.m. But you're watching, car- you're watching cartoons all day with your Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And you don't have a care in the world because you're seeing the, the greatest shows like, you know, Stalin Showdown, maybe Johnny Test before it went to shit. Um, let's see what else is on Kids 
the Beautiful Joe show, things like that, you know, you're having a good time. And some of you niggas like to watch anime on two times speed because it bores the shit out of you. But Dinosaur is not one of those shows. And let me talk about the characters because, oh my God, the characters are amazing. It actually does the neat character well, like Pedro Sensei and uh, Rudy, who I'm not going to get into that because I didn't watch the show, but y'all already know what that show's like. But Dinosaur is one of those shows that takes you back to being a kid, you know? You're actually fist pumping in the air when shit be happening. The fights are amazing. The opening's amazing. Music's amazing. Amazing characters. The, the bad bitches are everywhere. Great comedic timing. You know, it's, it's just a good time. But it's another one of those shows that has under 50k now users because those the the populace of my anime list like to breathe through their mouth like uh, the the re-re's as uh, some people like to call them and they don't like to have a good time watching anime and they re- refuse to let greatness into their lives because uh, Studio Trigger saved anime once again and it's the greatest anime of the year to me great character designs great fights great music uh, amazing backstories for nearly ninety nine percent of the cast it's funny you know. You're not watching it on two times speed because it's actually entertaining on, on like uh, some of these shows that people like to watch. But yeah, I, I can only preach so much. But yeah, Dinazon, Anime of the Year. If you like Gridman, it's 100 times better. And your oh, Trigger is anime once again. Fuck Witch Studio. The real, the real kings are back. There you go. Very high I'm praise. Definitely. I like Gridman, so that, if, I, if I probably watch Dinazon, it might have crept into the top five. So. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. That, that's all I gotta say. Just, just watch it. Uh, have your heart healed. I know COVID uh, knocked a lot of y'all niggas down. Just watch some real shit and get back up. That's all. That's all I gotta say. Okay, so that was our top fives. Let us know in the comments who you think had the best list, quote unquote. Although I don't, I don't think any of the guys will really care what you guys think. So. But anyway, I, I, I care. I care. Uh, I want that validation. These are the reasons that breathe through their mouth. We're not worried about them. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> hey. Anyway, okay. So now we've we've had some positivity, and unfortunately, we're gonna have some negativity. Unfortunately, it might not be unfortunate for some. It's gonna be a movie. I'm I'm Eskimo when it comes to negativity, boy. Hey, so. I just have the topic as worst twenty twenty one anime show, but hey man, if you got some, so, if you got something to get off your chest, now is the time. So, so is this only I'm, shows we finished, or is it anything? Nah, it can be anything no, as long as it came out this year. Like you dropped it, that's even more validation. <laughs> I'm a, I'll, I'll open up the floor. Anyone who wants to go first, they can go can, first. Can we, can we can we get it out of the way? Yes. Why do y'all like this show about pedophilia so much? I, I oh just want to know. You, I like the can, other you aspects. Watch, you, you, no, no. You can watch any fantasy show without a main character being a self-insert pedophile who beat off to his niece and his family and his previous life. Him. And we're supposed to feel bad for him, but he's our main character. Sexual assault is played for laughs in this uh, pedo tensei show. But as I look at my anime list, it's got a 8.8 out of 10. So it's what in the top 20 uh, best anime of all time and i'm guessing fans of this show or 
most of them are fans of pedophilia, as we've seen in like the last three episodes of uh, the second core of the show. So, man, if y'all want to touch kids, just just say it. Don't try to hide behind. Ooh. It's a redemption story. So that's that's all I gotta say. Just just out yourself right now, so we can put you on the list and uh, make sure to stay away from playgrounds like uh, Monogatari fans have to. <laughs> it's a seven out of ten. I feel like what Sugar Tensei is one of those shows where like even though it has a pro- problematic aspects of it, the fact that people still have it so high shows like everything else must be good. You know, you know, it, it's, I never seen a show that had like this many problems as Mashoko Tensei not get dragged down as much as Shoko Tensei is praised. No, but but, but the thing is, and then I'll shut up for a second. The thing is like if you try to show this to someone not in the community, they yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think they're just too used to this shit happening. And, you know, I'm not going to say so many other shows, but they're used if to I, characters if, like this. I think they, we, they need to do some self-reflection when they're just trying to say this is the best show of 2021. That's all I got to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to condemn <laughs> anyone for watching it because, you know, yeah. it's all jokes at the end of the day, but still. Yeah, no, no. I, I think if you act like if you, you're you trying to actively defend Rudy behavior and the stuff he's doing in the show, like sexual assault and that stuff, you are a sick person because there is no reason to defend that. Like, like, like it, we all have to acknowledge like that shit is not cool. That shit is not right. People defending it. People saying, "Oh, in the light novel, it was different." No, it's probably light novel is probably even way worse. It's probably more graphic in details. No, that, that shit is bad. And you should not defend that shit at all. At least redo a healer knows it's trash. That's all. I'm oh, speaking of, redo healers. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I think like one of the, the appeals of uh, Mushoko Tensei. Um, I'll I'll, t- I'll talk about some of the stuff you guys covered, but like I think the world building is uh phenomenal. It's it's pretty damn great. But also think, and this is not to like praise Rudy. This is more praising other characters. I think having these characters with a lot of them being in this gray area in terms of morality and how you feel about them, I think it's kind of unique in that way. Uh, just for Isekai. Not not to say overall, but for Isekai, it's kind of unique because there's a lot of people who, if you root for them, it's kind of like, damn. It's kind of a piece of shit when I think about this and that and that and that. But, I mean, like they, like I said, this, isn't, this doesn't really apply to Rudy in a lot of instances because the sexual assault thing is, is bad. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking about like characters like Paul, for example and how he struggles to be a father i think that's like one of the one of the interesting parts of that show because i don't see a lot of when when i see fathers in anime they usually fall to one big extreme either they're the worst piece of shit you've ever seen in your fucking life you could never see dr frankenstein concoct any nigga like this like they're just the worst piece of shit you've ever seen or they're the greatest. They're Maze Hughes, something like that. They're doting parents. They they absolutely adore their family. There's they always fall to that extreme. But then you have like someone like Paul who loves his family, but has a lot of hiccups here and there. And I think that's just a microcosm of a lot of characters that are in the series where they fall in this gray area. And I think like that takes courage to make a lot of characters not totally likable, but mm-hmm you know, present their flaws. It, it, that's just who they are. Uh, again, nope. that, not necessarily Rudy, but it, no, they got, they got some characters. Is, uh, Paul, Paul and Joseph Joestar are the same characters. 
I love Joseph. <laughs> don't talk to me about Joseph. <laughs> That's my favorite JoJo. I love Joseph. You don't got no flaws. I don't see him. Ah, uh, part <laughs> four books can differ. He he, a racist, but I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tensei, I think he, the Rudy Rudy aside, like the other aspects of the show just overpower it. Like I I enjoy all the other characters more than Rudy. Like I like Roxy. I like Paul. I like Zenith. I like um Rujed, I like Eris. So all those and just them exploring the world, the magic, the way the magic's like it looks, how it even works, and like just them mm-hmm. traversing. It just overpowers those aspects when Rudy's doing his deviant activity. So that's why it wasn't that bad. But even after we'll say like this stuff is just very uncomfortable and I don't know, people try and say, like, oh, yeah, he's only this age, but I'm like, but he was, like, X before. But you know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to... I'm just going to ignore yeah, it. But it, it is true. Nigga. It's true. <laughs> but, like, that's why what happened wow. in the last episode, I was just like, raw, there, there's no way they're actually going to do this. But they did it, and I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to move on, because uh, there's no point. I'm what you guys think of, because I, I read some of the spoilers of the subplots of what happened later, and... Uh, Man, all right, but I have not watched it or read it, so I really can't say much. As uh, y'all like pedophilia, so but anyway, moving on. Uh, after podcast, let's talk about the last episode because I was I'll talk about because that was because it's funny. Oh, oh, but back on words anime, so I guess I'll go next. So, my I got, I got two of them. First one was Riverside. Peach boy. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, sir. Let's go. What about that it. one, boy? Oh man. Okay. So, I, I, so I'm like, okay, what's that Peach boy? And a trailer came out. I'm like, okay, this, this is pretty. This is raw. So I watched the first three episodes. Cool. That that now, this is where shit gets crazy. Apparently, the anime released the episodes out of order. So you're getting episode one, two, three, twelve, and I'm 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 like, wait, how the fuck we get to the city? And then the next episode after that, we get episode like seven, a co- completely different scenario situation we're in than when we left off at. So I'm thinking, oh, it'll be like a little flashback. And then the next next episode after that, we get another completely different episode that don't tie back to what we just l- learned two episodes ago. So I'm like. This is literally the worst anime I have ever seen because when I think about worst anime, I think about like, okay, like worst anime for me is like anime that I like put on a certain level and you don't meet those expectations or you go way below that expectations. Cause like for like a five out of five show, if it's five out of five, like for a five out of 10 show and it's five out of 10, like, okay, cool. That's what I expected. But when you release your episodes out of order and then you don't, I have to go to an outside source to figure out what the fuck is going on in your story. That's a bad production cycle. That's a bad whoever produced that anime or release it that way. Yeah, bad I think the director. Yeah, the director said he did it on purpose. Yeah, he did it for no reason. Yeah, yeah, it was the director. Like he, he apparently, like it was some stylistic choice because he didn't, he didn't like want the story presented the way it was. So he just like yeah, he really fucked up. I, I've never seen some. I've never heard of a, a story like that. He literally I, just if fucked I remember, up the whole anime yeah, for no I reason. Really, uh, Haruhi Suzumiya did that famously. So maybe he was trying to copy that 
because I but know even like a lot then, of fans, so I can put it together. Wasn't that like during the whole Endless Eight thing? Yeah. So, so I, I, maybe I feel like even that's a little that different. Hype, I don't know. But it's yeah. literally like it's so bad because it makes no sense. Well, well, like episode five ends, it like, the main character is given a choice. It was like, okay, hey, I'm with the demon side. I want to make uh, humans and demons come together. And then like the other side is like, oh, I want to kill the demons. Who do you pick? And then next episode is completely different. It's like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like it, it's it is so crazy to me, and that's why that's like the worst anime I've seen this year. I got another one, but I probably won't let Sasuke go next. Get get some years off. Oh boy, hey. Hey, nah, you might as well just keep going, man. No. I was about to say, because me, me and Sasuke are ripping the Vivi. So. No, you, you, you no. Know, I, I, I got the yeah. next one. My next one, I can't believe a brother let me down. I can't believe the Sean let me down. Yasuke. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about, I about this shit. I forgot about that. Hey, hey I got oh, my top five worst. That's my number four, oh. just to let you know. Oh, my God. Like... <laughs> Okay, first, oh, I, I, look, oh. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even mad about the mechs. Like I, I was telling Josh, and I, I, I am. I, 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 I wasn't even mad about the mechs because my thing is like this. Okay, if you had mechs in the story, cool. If you didn't have mechs in the story, cool. Like the mechs didn't bother me. The what bothered me about the story was you had six episodes. You knew you had six episodes, but the story you told was like a 12 or 24 episode story. Like, how do you put two arcs in six episodes and expect people <laughs> to enjoy it? Like, it makes no fucking sense. There's literally, like, he literally could have had the first arc be 12 episodes and it'd have been cool. It'd have been great. The magic shit didn't, didn't bother me. The fact that it's a bad story is what bothered me. Like, you introduce Yasuke, you introduce his relationship with Nobunaga. We don't get nothing about your relationship with Nobunaga at all. We don't see none of the connections yeah. you make, how he cares for him. His, like, we don't see none of these big moments that you need in character writing. It is literally a bad anime just off a plot and structure. Like, Peach Boy, at, at least it had a story. Like, at least a story you can kind of follow. You, 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 it's, like a, it's like a puzzle. People have a puzzle. You mix that shit around, you probably get something decent. Y'all's okay? It is bad regardless. Forwards, backwards, skipping episodes, it don't matter. It is bad. And I am so fucking disappointed because you had the black community behind you. We was there. Oh. We was going to be there for episode. And then when we seen the max, need- something is left. I stood there and watched <laughs> six episodes thinking we going to get something great. And you just let me down. Oh my God, Deshaun. Why? Why? <laughs> Can we talk about how, like, the Defense Force was out for, like, two days, but then everyone realized that everyone was lying about how good it was? Hey, that was me. That was me. <laughs> and, I ran, and, and raised the, my the, hand. <laughs> and, and the thing about the show is, the show's not even about Yasuke. It's about, like, this the most generic anime escort mission that you've seen in every other, like, historical show. Like, it, not even not historical. It's, like, it's the most generic plot you could have ever came up with, like, you know? This girl is secretly special, blah, blah, blah. Her mom dies. She's in hiding. He needs to escort her, blah, 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 whatever. But the thing that makes me angry about the most, like, I I wouldn't have been mad about the Magic Sin Max if the marketing was honest about it up front, but they hid that shit until you watched, like, 
five minutes into the first episode that I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess we're not going for historical accuracy, but whatever. And then, like, the show doesn't even look that good, to be honest. It just looks like it was like, like I know I was shitting on JC staff before, but it looks like they animated the whole show. Then I forgot who did. Was it Mappa that did it? I think it was Mappa. I, I think I think that was like what Mappa yeah. was like. Like, yeah, get, yeah, whip, every, everyone's whip, favorite whip back. <laughs> Yeah, whips to their back, working overtime, map, yeah. It was crazy. Let me, let me, let me look it up. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah it was. It was. God damn, map, you did yeah, they, damn near everything, waste, boy. Yeah, they, map was. They waste the, yeah, they waste the Flying Lotus soundtrack, which, you know, was probably the best thing of the show. I mean, the music was all right, I guess. It, was, it wasn't amazing, but, you know, Flying Lotus is like a pretty popular underground artist. They wasted that. I'm trying to think what else. Oh, uh, I, I just gotta say, uh, Black Boatsman is a funny slur. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> because because you know they couldn't be super racist in the in the woke anime samurai show that everyone was uh, hoping for. Because you know uh, black anime fans are like huge in the in the community, and they were just looking for another like you know representation things because we don't see black anime characters a lot but and this was a chance for us to have like you know another show we can point to like you know that was raw that was sick and it sucks the most because like you know asan thomas he's, he's a black creator as well and then you know this show and his previous show cannon busters really didn't gain any traction either so i'm, I'm just starting to think he's like a hack he does he, he wants to put all the stuff that he saw that was cool in tsunami in the early 2000s like we had mechs, mm-hmm. we had magic, mm-hmm. we have, you know, you know, a black main character like Afro Samurai. He wanted to do all this shit, but he forgot to actually craft a decent story. Because like like I said before, the show's not even about Yasuke himself. He's just kind of like this aimless character that we we really know nothing about outside of a few flashbacks here and there of like the first couple of episodes. And I didn't even finish the show. I dropped it on episode four. I got two episodes left, and I didn't even have like the will to finish it because I'm just like, eh, whatever. The show sucks. Not good. Yeah. Like and like if you could, I'm looking at go ahead. yeah. No, nah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I'm looking at like reviews from professional outlets. They're saying it's like A plus nine out of ten. I'm just like, bro, we gotta stop lying. This show is not yeah. good. No one's gonna remember it a year after like it came out. It's just gonna be there. And then people are just gonna like, oh, Yasuke, like no, no. So it's just not good at all. Yeah, because even with Cannabis, Cannabis was like a story like like it's an alright story. It's not the amazing. It's not not bad, but it's way better than Yasuke. Just the fact that like it was given enough time to tell the story we wanted to tell and be good. But Yasuke is like you literally telling like the the stereotypical like older person and, and little kid uh, story that you see in like Last of Us, Craig. Like you literally have blueprints of how this story supposed to go, and you still mm-hmm. can't get that right. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy to me. Bro, it's Doro, yeah. it's, it's Sword of the Stranger, it's all yeah. these shows, and you've already seen it before. It's just uninspired. It's it, like, it's not it's good. One thing about, like, I think, like, do people actually, like, watch stuff they, like, when you create anime, and, like, do you actually, like, rewatch it and say, like, huh, is what, I, is what I'm thinking is gonna work actually gonna work for my audience? Because I think that's when a disconnect happens, where people make something, and they think, like, oh, because all the ideas are already in your head, when you put it down, you're like, okay, it makes sense because you you know all the little intricate need, uh, details in the story you're making. But like when you put it into a, a media and present it to other people, they don't have the same inside knowledge that you have. So what you presenting them is not always what you get from your mind. So I think that kind of puts a bad disconnect into like most media and like how 
animations or stories get like get are made bad poorly. Like I said, he was more concerned about copying the shit that he thought was cool rather than actually making a decent story, which sucks because you know this is an untapped uh, like part of history that no one really knows that much about. Yeah, he had he had this perfect opportunity to craft like a, a real deal story and just get all over it. Who do you think the target audience was? If y'all can say it was black anime fans, the casuals. Yeah, he lost me as soon as I heard Mex. I said, "Okay, you you do Mex, you you lost <laughs> me, bro." Immediately, I didn't even watch he it. Did, he'd even lose me with that because my whole mentality was like, I like to be open minded. So I'm thinking in my mind, like, this is obviously this that's not what any of us was expecting because of how it was marketed, how it was yeah. presented to us in the beginning. Because it was just like you know, black like black samurai. That's that's the only thing that niggas was thinking about, but. I was willing to give it a chance because I'm like, okay, it's his own show. It can do whatever the fuck it wants. But it felt like the whole black samurai Yasuke story was just, uh, it was just the setting. It was just the background. It wasn't an actual like springboard for his story. It was just, we're, we're setting it in this time. Nigga, we got, we got you Nobunaga. Nigga, we got you some samurais. And we got you some magic and mech. Like, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, like I, said, I feel like I feel like his pitch was on an index card. It was just Yasuke plus magic and then throw escort mission <laughs> or whatever else you want to throw in there. There's this pitch meeting the Netflix. They're like, oh, bet this is going to be huge because we have like all the, the all the black anime fans. We got the people that like Afro Samurai. You know, we have casuals who see, oh, Yasuke, that looks interesting. And then it just just flopped and no one talked about it like a week or two after it came out yeah that's very very disappointing i didn't know he did canon bosses as well that makes me want to not watch it even more because i didn't like that show that show was very mediocre <laughs> but I'm, I'm just gonna say my two because i don't have that that many shows i'm the first one is i've already talked about it on other podcast episodes but figure hero that is literally the Ooh. The reason oh, why the, 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 the reason why yeah I'm not I don't this is why I don't listen to anybody when they're giving me recommendations recommendations because uh-huh. I said let me keep an open mind let me let me try it because I even saw the title and I'm just like bro what's his title it's just nonsense bruv but I'm like okay cool let me try it bruv this is the first show when I said let me let me do two times speed. I've never done that before when I'm watching anime. I'm watching two times. I'm not even consuming the thing. I'm just looking at the time I reach 20 out of 20. Honestly, waste of time, bruv. I, I don't want to talk about that show anymore. I, uh, yeah, characters all waste, man. Uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then the second one, yeah? This one hurts me because I was really championing it, but it let me down. So, Wonder Egg Priority, bruv. Uh, these guys they don't know what they were doing i was having a good time up until episode 10 then they did they did a mad thing i'm like okay cool i don't know where you're going 11 and 12 were weird but they were like okay we got we got a special episode so i was like okay you you guys obviously have a plan no they did not half the episode was recap and then the other half was just some amalgamation of i don't even know what and i'm just like bro why why did you write like perry was saying with yasuke why did you write a 24 episode show 
in a show where you had 12 episodes. It's not making sense <laughs> to me. You had all these cool concepts. I was like, oh yeah, she got a keyblade. And you wasted it. You had you had Naru, she's an AI. What does that where did that come from? I thought she was a human. <laughs> I just uh it's Wait, just it's pure exasperation. One of the, one of the girls AI? Yeah, she's an AI. Oh shit, I didn't get that far. I got the episode seven. That's kinda of like if if it went out of memory. No, Man, don't, don't I, I think I heart. think from when whenever they introduce like I, I, they, this ain't this isn't what they are, but I just called them Pokemon. Once they introduced them, I said, this is when they started to fall off with me. No when cap. They introduced the Pokemon. No capu. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame will haunt me for They, they let me down. They let me down. Man. I was like, yeah, one day priority. This is a great show. It's coming out week after week. I was there and they, they failed me, man. They just stayed. Hey, all right. All I gotta say is Cloverworks has three shows airing in January, and uh, I, I put out a tweet in a Sasuke server about uh, uh, the animator tweeting about how he was like sleeping at his desk, so it's only gonna get worse. Oh, so, uh, oh yeah, Cloverworks also put out a uh, was it a uh, Promise Neverland season two? That was them, right? Yeah, it was. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Hey, shouts out to them for putting out two bombs this year. <laughs> Damn, we damn talked about my worst shit already. So like, I'm I'm only doing my top five. I could do ten, but we just want to do five. I'm not even going to elaborate on all of them. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Uh, number five is Joron, Juron, whatever you want to call it. Oh, the Snow White like one episode of that. That shit was yeah. terrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. Like I'm that that's I, that one. I don't even have to talk about. It's just it, it just wasn't good. Like throughout. <laughs> But I finished it for some reason. Number four was Yasuke. We already talked about that. Not good. Number three was The Promised Neverland season two. Super disappointing. Uh, I was noticing that it was cutting things out, but I was like, okay, whatever. Just typical anime thing. Just it's cutting things out because of whatever reason. Um, but once we got to the bunker and they did not introduce my. Who the person who became my favorite character who replaced Isabella, which is a hard thing to do. They didn't have him and he was just an empty chair. I said, hey nigga, what is this? And from that point on, they just com- continued to disappoint. The Promised Neverland was probably one of the most disappointing experiences. If it if not for number two, Higarashi Sotsu. <laughs> trash. When, when, when Choco was talking about watching shit at 2x speed, I damn near thought about watching this shit at 3x speed. My eyes couldn't even follow it, but I was just going to do it just to see I did it. That shit was trash. We we went from murder mystery, uh, it, it wasn't totally grounded, granted, but we went from that to Dragon Ball Z-S fights where niggas are floating, they got aura, they fighting like Vegeta and Goku in the Saiyan saga. I'm like, what is this? Uh, and Sakato is one of the worst characters I, I've ever had the displeasure of watching this year or shit, in my whole career of watching anime. And number one, Choke already talked about Higehiro. Garbage. Rex, this show is garbage. Anybody else guys, hyping this shit up? It's garbage. You guys want to talk about why it's garbage? Because I don't think you really 
said why you okay okay so it's like <laughs> hold on let me look up the title because the title called, pretty much what's it i got i shaved and i bought a high school go home this man is like it, what 25 it, or something yeah it's Higa hero after being rejected i shaved and took in a high school runaway now let me, let me <laughs> the reason why i watched it in the first place like I thought the title was bad already, so I wasn't gonna watch it initially, but um good friend Rex pushed this show and he I was did. like, okay, I'll watch it. Um and I ended up watching it. The the synopsis like is also a red flag, but I, I think if you think about it in in a, a way of just like thinking about runaway kids, like that's not that's not something that's really explored too much in anime. And I think like the whole concept of somebody like raising a, a, a runaway like that is interesting, but it's only interesting in concept when you actually have it play out and you execute it by presenting it as like a rom-com where it's like the main character, I think his name is Yoshida is like, it's kind of like one of those things of will he do it or will he not? uh get with uh the high school girl sayu and it's just it's not it's not good dog it's not good like you could have just had this whole like wholesome relationship between these two of him like being a father figure almost to her but they present in a way where it's like he instead is the romantic interest and he's just trying to not get with her because she's in high school but he he still wants to do it like he's they're very explicit with the fan service and whatnot, so it's just it's not it's not tasteful or anything of the sort. Yeah, yeah, like several times she tries to actually come on to him. Several times, like actually like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll sleep with you, I'll sleep with you. And it's just very yeah. awkward and even when he's rejected her like several times, she's still trying it, even in like like the eleventh episode of the season. I'm just like, Are you still on this? Like Come on, man. I think I think the worst part, like I'm just thinking about it. I think one of the worst parts was uh he had a girl he was or a woman he was uh interested in, Goto. Mm-hmm. Big titties. She was uh, he was interested in her, and then eventually we found out that she was interested in him. And, and for no re- for no reason, for no reason at all, these two characters don't get together. For no reason, other than the fact that they still want to push the romance between uh, Sayu and Yoshida, they already established that this character has romantic feelings for this for this woman uh, around his age uh, who works with him and whatnot. Like this is an unproblematic unpro- relationship, but it just doesn't happen because of what? Like it's no, it's literal. It's, it's it's no reason for this relationship not to happen, other than, like I said, they want to push the, the the problematic relationship between the high schooler and the grown ass man. But Sasuke is a popular light now, so obviously it must be good. That shit was trash, <laughs> man. That that was the worst experience. Like Higurashi was up there for sure, but the crawl I had like. With Higurashi, it felt like a crawl uphill. With Hikihiro, it felt like a crawl. Uh, it felt like a crawl. Like I'm crawling up to heaven. Like I had to like just 
catch the air somehow and i just can't and i just keep falling on my fucking face and then it is this glass on the ground and i'm bleeding and i'm crying at the same time that shit was terrible i i did i don't know how i, I finished that show to this day blood sweat and tears that's uh, all I guess I'll go with my with my shows. I don't really have like a a terrible show per se, but I'm just gonna mention some ones that I thought were kind of overrated. Well, overrated doesn't mean like it's the least favorite, but uh, mm. let's start with uh, I'm just gonna go through these very fast. Uh, X Arm. It's just a meme. It's funny <laughs> with the opening. That sounds like it's from, uh, from some band like uh, My Chemical Romance. It's just funny. Looks like an eyesore. I don't know why it was animated. I don't know why it's all the light of day. Another Crunchyroll collaboration that just crashed and burned. Like uh, he got a high school and uh, you know other shit like that. But I didn't watch it. I read I read the manga before the show came out. I didn't watch the show, but uh, yeah, it just looks like the worst shit I've ever seen animated. But yeah, uh, let's see what else. Uh, let's see. I already talked about Pedo Tensei, and then. I'm going to say, uh, this doesn't mean the show was bad, but Sunny Boy, it's like a, I want to say it's like an ambitious failure. Like, I like what it's going for, and like, I want to say I want more shows like this that try to do different things than what we see in the typical anime per season, trying to tell like this intricate plot without, you know, all the normal anime hygienes where people are like screeching really loud and, you know just acting like anime characters do you you all know what i'm talking about but it just the problem with the show is that they tried to do so much none of the characters got any like they were never fleshed out you know like it was just it just wanted to tell like this this weird one-off stories that really didn't connect to anything it tried to be like this whole deep coming of age story without making you actually care for any of the characters besides mizuho has you know he can talk about himself but <laughs> yeah it, it's just it's just I, I want more shows like this but shows that are actually you know good but that's not to say the show was like his favorite i just think it's naturally overrated for the the fans that like it and you know this quote-unquote it tried to be too deep without actually telling a decent story so there's that then next i want to say 86 mid way better mecha slash military shows. I don't know why this one took off. It sucks. Sasuke knows it sucks. He get, he gives it like a six out of ten, but he's still hey, watching no, it. No, 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 no. I, I like I, I like 86. It's definitely overrated though, for sure. I, I I don't understand why this show took off when there's way better mecha slash military shows besides like there's even better waifus that look way better than Vladolin. I just I don't get it. It's probably just light novel hype don't understand a1 pictures also can't keep the schedule up so i just i don't understand 86 mid you've seen this before if you watch any mecha show y'all y'all niggas are lying your freaking mouth breathers go watch some real shit pick up any any mecha show from the 80s onwards and you'll see something way better so i i just want better for the community so there's that not getting it Yeah, yeah, sure. I watched three episodes and it was like paint drying. But anyway, next uh, I want to talk about Vivi. Like I said, another hype show for no good reason whatsoever. Besides, it looks pretty. Like you've seen it before. Like 
are, are AIs really humans? Can they develop feelings? Blah, blah, blah. Pick up any science fiction book from the 60s onwards, you fucking mouth breathers. Like I'll say it once again. Hey. You're making the anime community look terrible when you're hyping up these shit shows just because of which <laughs> new studio that you like to fillet just because Trigger, you know, takes the time and makes actual decent shows. And then Wit, they had Attack on Titan, so everyone wants to fucking, uh, I don't know, blow their load whenever Wit comes out with something like Wit Eyes is, is the meme that everyone just, you know, regurgitates back and forth, these quote-unquote aesthetic anime accounts. You won't remember this show in two years, in one year, and then Oof. the hype cycle would come back around for Spy Family. Like, we already got them overhyping Osama ranking. Like, I haven't even watched it. I know it's probably not even that good. Uh, it's probably a good <laughs> show, but still. Get the, wit, the wit hype <laughs> is crazy. Vivi's <laughs> fucking terrible. Hey, the music was slapping, That's what I'll say. The music yeah. slapped. Yeah. It's, it's a show about singing, and there's no songs four episodes in. That's when I dropped it. So Because he's trying to find her voice, Josh. Yeah, she was trying to to sing Watch man. any show with AI. Watch Ghost in the Cell. Watch man fucking... play play Detroit become human, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but literally that watch any other show about AI, even iRobot. Shit, baby, awful show. And then okay. this last show was uh, the uh, anime critical, dar- the the romance critical darling of the season, if you will, uh, called uh, Horamia. Just. Hey, hold on. I'm not saying the manga's bad, but the adaptation is is terrible. Like you can tell they're speeding through everything. Like you can't get a feel for the characters. Like you don't care about anything at all. Everything moves so fast. You're just like, you've been on three minutes, but this character's having this emotional like, you know, breakdown about how like the guy that she's into, you know, is not giving her any attention, but we've only seen them on screen for like three minutes because the show just likes to speed past everything. And by the end of the 12 episodes, they went through, what, like 12, 13 volumes of the manga, so you don't care about any of the characters. None of the scenes have emotional weight. The characters just feel paper-thin, cliches, you know. I'm not saying that Hori and uh, Miyamura are bad characters, but I'm just like, I don't know who these people are. I don't know why this show has an 8 out of 10. The adaptation's awful. Actually, it's a 1 out of 10 adaptation-wise, because even I can oh, tell without reading the manga that they're just, they're just rushing them. Well, it's not one out of ten. It's one out of ten to me because you know okay. hyperbole, but just, just, just a bad adaptation. I, I don't get it. Like you know, watch, read, read some real romance. Read a uh, uh, quintessential quintuplets. You know, go. Uh, I mean, that came yeah, out this all, year. All I got it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Watch some real romance. Uh, stop Kaguya season two. Don't read the manga because it's dead now. But yeah, there we go. <laughs> Tori Mia mm. overrated. Well, for so, yeah, that's, that's all I got. If you're wondering why I invited Josh, that's why. We, the contrast in <laughs> <and> opinions. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have it. You have but to. I, I think, I, I, well, I'll, I'll just say this much when it comes to horror media, because that was in my uh, top five. Um, I do think Josh's opinion is going to be a little different from mine, just because um, I watched the anime and I eased into the manga. And um, I saw the, I saw the differences, like, Josh is right when it comes to like there's a lot of moments that are like they kind of just like fast forward to it because it's all out of order in the in the anime. I don't know why they did it like that, but the order is kind of a, a little of a mess. I do think they did some some moments here and there um better than how the manga presented it, but um yeah. Um like I it, pretty much I just have fun with it like 
it wasn't one of those things where I was looking other than um Hori and um Miyamura. I wasn't like looking for anything uh, deep with the other characters. When it came uh, to like Yuki or Toru or anything like that. Yeah. I wanted more. I didn't get that much, at least from the, just from the anime, but I was like, eh, uh, all right. I, I will say that one day that Twitter was trying to cancel uh Hori for being quote unquote uh what what homophobic. That was funny. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that because she's she's she had a comment like um she had a comment like you can uh, was cheating on her, but she's like uh, as long as it's not like a, a guy. Yeah, that, yeah <laughs> that's what it was. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think because I saw the director said that they were aiming to adapt all the main moments in the manga. When I read the manga, they did do that in the anime, so that's why. I was like, yeah, the other the anime is cool. I mean, even with the manga, the manga is not crazy detailed because it's even based on uh, the original series is like a four coma, so it's only like it's not it's, it wasn't originally crazy detailed anyway, so it's all right for me. Hmm. I thought least favorite is just mid and should be like a six out of ten instead of an eight out of ten. I respect it. I respect it. I mean, Vivi, I don't, I don't love Vivi, but the music was cool. So, I mean, I'll let it rock. What music? Hey, if you get further <laughs> into the series, she, they, they be, they be getting them tunes out. Oh, 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 oh. So it, it gets better. It gets better. You just got to get through the bad parts. It gets better. Is that yes, what you're saying? Oh, I wouldn't say it gets yes, better, but the music was slapping. Hey, I, I was not riding for Vivi. Vivi. Yeah, I won't like clap for Vivi. 8.7 out of 10. Jesus. Okay, okay. This is the penultimate category. If you have any, it, it'll probably be a short one, but if you have any standout openings or endings, you can say your piece here. Ooh. You already know. My favorite one this year had to be Ink Blood. Pink blood to your eternity opening. That's the one opening. I I said, yo, I looked at the opening. I said, I'm never skipping you. I will Jeez. watch you every single time. I I I was hoping that, like you know, because like once you get to like the episode twelve to thirteen range, that's when they like you know, that's when they changed up the opening. I was like, please. <laughs> I said, please keep up the opening because it was uh twenty episodes. Um, so I was like, please don't change. It never switched up on me. It stayed with me the whole way, and I was singing Pink Blood every single time. 20 times in a fucking row I sung it. Um what, what other opening did I like? Um Hori Mie, go ahead and say it, man. Oh yeah, Hori Mie is open. That was, that was a good opening. That was, that, was, that, was, that was I liked it. Yeah. I like the song. Yeah. Um I like Jahi's second one. Not that it wasn't great, but mm, I like that one. Uh, shit, I don't think there was a lot of openings. I like that hey, one. That attack on Titan season four opening kind of hit. Oh, I wasn't yeah, a big it, fan it of Attack on Titan. It grew on yeah. me. I'll say that. But my my favorite opening, um, B Stars had a good opening, and um, the show I watched called. It's got some mad long titles. Like I was banished from the hero party, so I went and lived a quiet life in the countryside. That had a nice opening as well. It was like a lot. It was really chill, which was 
something that I don't really see in a lot of openings, so that's why I liked it. And then another one, Shadow's House. I just, it's got, it was, I don't know how to describe it, but it was very different. It's like kind of folk, folky, or like had this fairy tale kind of vibe to it. So, and it didn't have, it didn't have any lyrics either, so that's why I liked it. It was just easy to hum along to. I, I can't believe I forgot about it, but I, I gotta add it. Ah, uh, taxi! How did I forget about yeah. that? Uh, Stay to uni. Go sit there. Oh yeah, that opening. Is <laughs> the community not gonna not gonna beat the chill hop allegations. <laughs> oh, that shit was yeah, heat. Uh, I think uh, my favorite got, open is. Uh, yeah, oh, you can uh, My favorite open no, is the season yeah. were. Oh, one of his opens this season was uh, World Trigger season two and three. They both was bangers. Uh, Hori Mia, Pink Blood. I think Daddy mm. Hori Mia on my playlist right now. That should be Jeez. keep me going. Yeah, uh, and I think yeah, and I think eighty six first ending. That was great. I enjoyed that one. Okay, Girl, you I, Kawano, greatness. I probably got a listen to it. Oh, I actually have a lot. Uh, there's a lot of good music actually this year. Uh, the music from even going 3.0, 1.0, uh, Upon a Time. Amazing movie, by the way. Since we're talking about shows, I, I couldn't talk about movies, but amazing movie. Uh, especially uh, One Last Kiss and uh, the Beautiful Boy Decapo version by uh, Hikaru Utada from uh, Simple and Clean fame. So it was two bangers. And I believe the guy behind the music for Bleach did all of the music for it, so that's why it's amazing. But yeah, definitely listen to those two songs, One Last Kiss and uh, Beautiful Boy Decapo version. They're amazing. And uh, it went, went along with an amazing movie. It actually lived up to all the hype after like 10 years of waiting. Unbelievable. Okay. And uh, maybe, Perry, maybe Perry can attest to this one, the, the music in uh, Gundam Hathaway, another Hiroyuki Kawano greatness. Oh, yes, uh, sir. We have uh, Z, which is uh, one of the tracks, into Tracer, which is like the, um, the hypest moment of the film when like the, the main character, uh, Hathaway Noah, gets his Gundam in like the amazing way possible. Like they're doing this whole like espionage thing in space. They kind of just smuggle it in. It's just amazing sequence. And then you have the opening song, Mobius, but all by, all by Hiroyuki Sawano, the, the guy behind uh, Bloom and Kranz from Kill a Kill and uh, all the, the bangers from Attack on Titan. So he, he's certified, but just amazing music yeah. overall. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, go ahead. I was the only problem with the Hathaway one. That scene is too dark, man. I still hate it. Yeah, that's the only it's bad thing. Dark. to turn up the brightness yeah. on your TV. But uh, also uh, another great opening and perfect from Dinozenon. Just makes you want to run through a wall. It's like the best of uh, shown in openings. It, it does what it does. It makes you want to just, you know, punch the air, run through a wall, all that shit. Fight 100,000 enemies. Just amazing opening. Uh, let's see. What else? Then we got Vlad Love opening two, Winds of Transylvania. It's like a metal opening sung by like a all-female band just you never see metal openings in anime and it's just sung by women so that's pretty cool uh let's see what else um godzilla fp opening also amazing ending amazing as well but 
no one watched it. So go make sure you go ahead and listen to those. And, and the the main song that ties into the story is also pretty good. I believe it's like a it's in Hindi. So yeah, you never see like Indian culture in anime uh, that much. So that's another plus for the show. It's something that I've really seen before. And then we have the future it's for women movie version from Macross Zetai Live, the second Macross Delta movie. Just a banger opening. It's like if you play, I don't know, Ozu or, you know, uh, AMQ, it's another one of those like amazing like J pop idol songs. It's just it's just a banger and uh, it makes you want to dance. So amazing song and I think that's it for me. Just lots of lots of great songs this year. A long list. Can't you guys got a lot of stuff yeah. to add to your playlists. What? Yeah. I got one, two more to add for the endings. Kageki Shoujo just and mentioned it earlier. Uh, yeah. The different versions oh, yeah. of the endings just make it elite to me. Like each main character has their own version, and they, it, ah, uh, it's the song's amazing. I can't lie. Just the, mm. just the different takes on it. Like each one has their, and they do duets as well. Like you have Sarasa and I, they have their own duet. And then the other two characters have their own did it, and it's fire. And then Shadow's House, real music, real singing. I'm like Vivi, but continue. Shadow's House as well. That that's that ending because I was gonna skip to the end of to see if there was an extra, and then I was like, oh, this this is different. So yeah, if you if an ending gets me to listen to it, then I already rate it because normally I skip endings. So yeah, have to respect Shadow's House ending because that that song that song is a vibe. I turned it. I looked up on Spotify and added to my playlist because yeah, it was different. But yes, do you have, is there any? Does anyone have any other songs that they want to add before we move on to the last topic? I'll just add. Um, even though it's a little generic, <laughs> I'll just add Nagatoro. I like I like that opener. Yeah, yeah I like that as well. It's good vibes. Yeah. Okay. So as we come to a close, we want to talk. I want to ask you guys if looking ahead to 2022, what shows are you excited for? And I'll uh, ask. I, guess I'll, I guess I'll go first, but okay, I don't yeah. really have anything because none of the shows I watched this year, like I anticipated and they ended up being my favorite. So uh, I guess like the only thing I'm looking forward to probably be Attack on Titan. Uh, the 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 last season because like Sasuke said earlier, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the ending. And then I guess obviously Chainsaw Man, even though the hype's going to be really really annoying, it's <laughs> probably going to be good. And then obviously Spy Family, of course, because Anya is going to be everywhere next next year. So yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. So probably like those three. Mm. Okay, good picks. What about you, Perry? Uh, I got five. Uh, it is Bleach, 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 oh, Bleach. Shit, I Bleach. forgot about that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but I'm really excited for Bleach. Uh, I'm really excited for there's some more that's coming out. Uh, Mato Siheno Slave. Oh my that god. One. Oh yeah. Hey, man, we enough- <laughs> no, say it again. Say it again. Hold on. They didn't hear you. They did not hear you. Oh, did they didn't uh, hear me. <clears throat> Mato Siheno Slave. Oh, 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 the Tinka yeah. greatness, the Kyoka. Oh my god, they're not ready for that. Fin- Real Findom is back. You do oh. not have to go on in hentai. We got you with this anime, man. You got all you need, man. You got all you need. 
Yeah, Dr. Stone coming out too. Like Josh said, Chainsaw Man. I think 2022 might be a great season. Oh, uh, Ayo Ashi. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Forgot. Yes, sir. Anime of the Year. Yes, yes, yes sir. Bongo Straight Dog Season 4. I can't wait for that one. This is tw- I think 2022 might be the best season in like a minute because there's like a lot of like sequel uh, shows coming out. 2022 is stacked. Apart. Or season three also comes out. Oh yeah, and Nagatoro coming back too. People watch Nagatoro. Mm. Ooh, Ink Spencer coming back. I don't know if y'all watched that. Oh, season I'm asleep. I'm asleep. You're right about Nagatoro. I forgot about Nagatoro. Yeah, Dude, oh, I don't think that. Girlfriend season two. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, chill out, man. Chill out. You ruined the vibes, man. Damn. I, I wish Nagatoro would get to. I don't. I think. I don't think they're going to get to her. But I wish they would get to Hana. Damn. I don't think they will though. Um, oh, Villain too. Oh shit. Oh my god. I forgot about that. Yo. Yeah, next year's uh, too. Is that gonna be? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Next year. Oh. Yeah. Yo. So okay. Like. Oh, Men in Abyss too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. I was. I was going to go into Maz because, like, oh, we already right. said Chainsaw Man. We already uh, just said it made it in Abyss. Spies Family, Attack on Titan, Mato Sehei No Slave. Uh, I'll just say my personal one because I don't think other people are going to be too hyped for this, but my dress up, mm-hmm. darling. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So the Bisque, you know what I'm saying? The Gyaru, the Gyarus are back. Oh, you know, none, of that, back, none, none of that Galco stuff, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We got Mob Psycho coming back. Yes, sir. Uh, a Devil's oh, yes, a Part Timer. Uh, is there oh. something I'm missing? No, I think oh, that's I, it. I, I forgot one myself. Uh, we got the first uh, new IP in Gundam in seven years since Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, the Witch for Mercury. Fuego title, by the way. It's going to be amazing off the title alone. So, yeah. Hmm. I think that's it. I respect it. Me, I'm excited for Arashi as they mentioned. Um, this show I don't think people are reading it, but I've been reading it for a while. It's called uh Shikimori's not just a cutie. It's one of those shows with where the relationships established early on. So I'm looking forward to seeing some wholesome animations on my screen. And then I'm not sure if this is coming out next year, but if it is, Kakaguri Twin. I need to see that. Oh, movie. No, no, yeah, you're right. Oh my God, I dog. Merry greatness, man. It might be the best. Wait, 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 Choco, you, yeah. you've read Twin, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ready oh for um, Sachiko. Sachiko to rock. Oh, man, come on, man. Hey, man, I need her and all her greatness, though. No censorship. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Ooh, that's. Oh. I do think it's going to come out next year. That's going to be heat. Damn. We also get in season two of Fly Me to the Moon. Onikawa. Yes. That's going to be good. That's going to be good. New season of Legend of Galactic Heroes. I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now. Uh, What else? What else? Uh, It's going to be the year of the sequels then. Shit. Oh, that uh, Dragon Ball Super Superhero. I think that's all by... uh, Uh, No, the second trailer actually looks fire. By the way, that first trailer must have been unfinished, but yeah, it looks amazing. Oh, uh, Sasuke forgot about Nijikasaki season two. Wait, wait, what? That's the same, that's the same season of Kaguya. 
Oh, oh shit! You're oh my god! I am forgetting a lot of shit. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Yeah. Love live. You know what I'm saying? We up. We up. But as you can see, there's a lot of shows to look forward to. But I think that should be that's a that should be a wrap. So. I I just want to say uh, rest in peace to. What's her name? Uh, Sakura Kawasaki, the uh, the main character from uh, Idly Pride. She died recently. She, I guess, fell from, oh, yeah. I, I guess, like a, a large, um, I guess she fell down some stairs or something. But rest in peace to her. Uh, my two favorite characters, I just want to get this in real fast because I, I don't think we mentioned favorite characters, but uh, uh, what's what we call it? Uh, Sumier and... Uh, Kiki from Love Live Superstar just just carries the Yeah, whatever. I, I I'm not Chinese. I don't care. But hey, man, amazing characters, by the way. Because we didn't mention Love Live Superstar, and they carried the show by far. Well, I mean, Canon's good too, but those two were the standouts from that show. Yeah, Sumeran Cuckoo. No, yeah, shout out to Love Live Superstar. Mm, shout out to Love Live. Okay, so before we go. Do you guys have anything to plug? Well, just just my main channel, mm-hmm. uh, Sasuke Savage. Um, I don't really post on this channel regularly anymore, but I like to talk about my little, I, I wouldn't even call it a niche series, but a series that nobody cares about on YouTube at least. But I like to talk about uh, Watamote, Kakuri. Um, maybe I'll get back to my live reaction stuff, but I don't, I don't see it right now, but definitely those two series I'll talk about. Um, and I'll probably have some other stand, uh, other stuff planned with an ordinary. Um, so yeah, check out the channel Satsuki the Savage. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing I want to plug. Mm. I guess my Twitter, it's just the same name, but instead of instead of spelling the with T H E, is D A. So yeah, follow me on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? If you want some trash ass tweets, horny tweets when I'm drunk, that's what you get. Yeah. Oh, uh, I ain't got nothing, but uh, you know, Oxen Rat. I, I, I'm hearing we getting a season two. The check just Ooh. got cleared. Season two. Oh coming shit. Soon. Oh shit. Y'all, y'all gotta cover Kaguya because I need to see the meltdown in real time. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Josh? You had the what's it comic podcast, no? Yeah, US comics are down bad right now, but the only thing I will plug watch Dinazen on. You'll not be sorry. It'll change your life. Uh, Mecha might become your favorite genre. Who, who knows? Okay. Well, there you have oh, it. One last thing. One, one last thing. It's been 378 days since the last Diamond No <laughs> 8 video on this channel. Please. We need it. We're starving. Soon, soon, soon. But before we go. <laughs> I'd like to thank you guys for joining me on this one. Had a good time discussing, got all that toxicity out. So I'm ready to go into <laughs> 2022 fresh and clean. Ooh. Just, just be glad hey, it yeah, wasn't this. super toxic because we could have talked about when a girlfriend. But anyway, hey, that's another time. Hey, hey Choco, what, what, what's, your, what's your target anime watched for next year? How, uh, how many did you watch this year, in fact? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but it was too many. I'll say that probably, probably <laughs> over, probably over twenty. But I'm trying to cut. So down you plan on cut? 
Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to ask you. You plan on cutting down? I, I feel to... like I'm going to cut down too. It's just easy yeah, to I watch a lot now. I only watch five. Yeah, we we going back up, man. We going back Lucky. up. Lucky in my prime. Not right now. I actually watch way more. I watch like seven. I feel like at, at most I'll probably watch twenty because especially in that season. Although we talked about a lot of things that are coming out, I don't think next season is that strong. Mm. We got like Attack on Titan, My Dress Up Darling, and whatever else. I go shit and more. That's it. Yes, that's it for today, folks. Uh, We'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Peace.